One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 85. This episode comes out on October 26, 2021, which is exactly one month before Black Friday. For many listeners, particularly those in the U.S. or those in the product-based business world, the period of time between Black Friday and the end of the year is the busiest and most important sales time of the year. So how can we make sure that we do all we can to have a successful, prosperous holiday season without driving ourselves to complete and total burnout? The answer to that question, my friends, is through making and executing a plan in advance. In this episode, I'm sharing my process for making a workable plan for the end of the year rush. Before we jump into the episode, though, I have some super exciting news to share with you. And that is this. Making good is going pro. This new monthly membership is called Making Good Happen, and it's for those of you who want to take everything you learn here on Making Good to the next level. Making Good Happen is designed to make sure that we're taking the actions we need to take to move the needle in our businesses. We'll work together on creating and implementing a marketing plan that will take your business where you want it to go. A private podcast, accountability, and focused deep work sessions are included. It is going to be so good. I'll be sharing more in the coming weeks, so stay tuned and make sure you're following me over on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N for all the inside details as I share them. In fact, for a sneak peek of the details, just DM me the word pro on Instagram and I'll share some of the inside scoop. Okay, so let's talk about planning for the end of the year. In college, I had a routine every December. I went to school outside of Boston, and during finals week, I would stay up most of the night drinking coffee and Diet Dr. Pepper and eating Gardettos, and I would cram, cram, cram for all of my midterms and exams. For a week or more, I would get an hour or two of sleep every night, wake up, and then repeat the day all over again before finally packing up to go home to Seattle for the holidays. And just about every year, I would get so, so, so sick in December so run down, depleted, and burned out that it took my body getting seriously sick to make me start taking better care of myself. I've never gotten quite to my college level of burnout since then, but the last couple of seasons as a small business owner have definitely put me to the test. So this begs the question, how do we have a super successful and successful, whatever that means to you, November and December without burning out so badly that we need all of Q1 to recover? The answer is planning. And while I do some planning, (laughs) I plan to some extent all year round, I'm generally much more relaxed about it until this time of the year comes around. 
This time of the year, I get pretty serious about my plan. So I thought I'd share with you what I'm doing, and this is based on what I did last year as well that worked pretty well for me. In case you're looking for some ideas on how to get your next few months organized and working in a way that works for you and doesn't ruin your holidays or your health. So step one is to get out your calendar. I like to actually print out a physical calendar with separate pages for each month. Later, I'll transfer everything to my project management system and or digital calendar. But for the planning process, I think it's super helpful to have a pencil and paper to get things organized. You can find some blank calendar templates on Canva or just go to the calendar app on your computer and print out a couple of blank months. If you're following along with this process right now in real time, just go ahead and print out November and December for now. The second step is to put your personal life in. Put your big dates and commitments that you have personally in this calendar. For example, will you be traveling at all over November and December? Which days do you want to dedicate to preparing for the holidays personally? Which days do you want to dedicate to spending time with your friends and family in a COVID safe way, of course? Which days do you want to lay on the couch by yourself and watch a marathon of Murder, She Wrote or The Great British Bake Off? Which days do you want to spend the day making sugar cookies for your neighbors, etc.? Seriously, what are your favorite things to do over the holidays? It's way too easy to let your business creep in and take over all of that time that these wonderful moments can happen. So the way to prevent that from happening is to schedule them and block that time out of your calendar first. The step three is to put the big business dates and deadlines in. Here's where the planning starts to get serious. Now we're going to add in all of the major dates and deadlines that you will be communicating in your marketing to your audience. This includes any sales, shipping deadlines, etc. Some recommended things to think about. Are you launching a new product this season? If so, when? Are you doing a promo for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, or Cyber Monday? Or perhaps something that will cover all of those dates, sometimes collectively called Small Business Weekend? Make sure to put in the start and end dates of this promo. You also want to include when is the last day you can reasonably guarantee delivery of your product prior to Christmas. Please make sure to consult with whatever organization you use for shipping. There is a lot of turmoil right now in the shipping industry, particularly with USPS. And shipping deadlines are generally going to be earlier this year than they usually are. Also consider in making this deadline, what does fulfilling orders look like for you? If you're really, really busy, maybe you need to make the order date a little bit earlier so that you get everything out in time. If you're taking a week off at the end of December, maybe you want to include a note on your website that says all orders placed after December 20th will be fulfilled in January or even put your shop on pause altogether. You also want to look at if you have any other kinds of campaigns going on in the next couple of months. Are you offering any kind of a holiday gift or letter, whether that's personalized or by email? When is that going out? What holidays in November and December will you be acknowledging and celebrating through your business? A quick rundown of holidays to consider, as I think it's super important to be as inclusive as possible. November 2nd is the United States general election. You can encourage your followers to vote. November 4th is Diwali. November 11th is Veterans Day in the U.S. November 25th is Thanksgiving Day in the U.S. And on this day, I always like to make sure to acknowledge that Thanksgiving is a day with a very difficult history. November 28th to December 6th is Hanukkah. December 21st is the winter solstice. December 23rd is Festivus. December 25th is Christmas, December 26th through January 1st is Kwanzaa, 
and December 31st is New Year's Eve. So step four is to plan out your marketing. Now it's time to actually put your pen to paper and start making the marketing plan. I typically think about this through different aspects of marketing, from your website to your email marketing, to your long form content, such as a blog, YouTube, or other video or a podcast, social media, and other, for example, print marketing or PR, etc. For each of the dates, deadlines, and holidays that you put in your calendar, what are you planning to do and say about them on your different marketing platforms? I'll usually mark onto the calendar all of the days that are going to have an email, and then I'll number them. Email number one on a certain date, email number two on a certain date, email number three. And then on a separate sheet of paper or a list, I'll write down what the purpose of each of those emails is going to be. So email number one, I'm sharing a gift guide for the holidays or email number two, I'm sharing my favorite eco-friendly wrapping paper suggestions, whatever it is. You'll do the same thing with Instagram. So when are you posting a carousel, an image, a reel, label them with numbers, and then you can go back later and decide what you're going to say in each of them. When it comes to Instagram stories, I have to admit, I'm not always awesome at this, but I like to be as active as I can during this busy promo time, posting both behind the scenes of life stuff, as well as details about any launch or promos I'm doing. Here's some examples about how I might be thinking about this for my own business. For each of the holidays, I'll make sure I plan a piece of social media content. For a a product launch I have coming out for Good Sheila, I'm going to have an email waitlist for more details since there will be a limited quantity of what I'm selling a couple of weeks before the launch. I'll communicate the date of the launch frequently to build excitement by both email and social media, as well as promoting it on my website. During the launch, I'll make the products available to my email waitlist 24 hours in advance of the public launch. And then during the launch, I'll send an email about it every day, as well as promote it on social. For my Black Friday slash small business weekend promotion, I'll be communicating the details in advance by email and on social media. And then during the sale, I'll be sending an email every single day about it to stay top of mind. And I'll be posting about it on social. For the December shipping deadline, I'll do a bit of promotion on this as well. I will make a post about it on social media a couple of weeks in advance and mention it frequently. Then right before the deadline, I'll post about it again. I'll send a couple of emails about the deadline with a higher frequency of emails about the deadline coming right before the deadline. On my website, I'll have a banner at the top of of the screen about the shipping deadline to set expectations for anyone shopping there. And then after the shipping deadline has passed, I'll be promoting digital gift cards as that's something that is still something that you can gift even after the shipping deadline has passed. For New Year's Eve, I like to send a bit of a state of the union type of email. I'll mention it on social media that it's coming for a couple of days so that people can make sure they're on my email list if they want to receive it. I will then send the email on December 31st and post some of the highlights on social. So there's just a few examples of how I would be approaching scheduling content that has to do with each of these major deadlines that we're talking about. After we've gone through and created content around the main dates and deadlines on your calendar, we also need to fill in marketing and the other dates and weeks that aren't as busy with the promos and dates and deadlines. It's important to keep showing up in the, in the weeks in between to continue to provide useful and engaging content so it doesn't feel like we're only showing up for our marketing when we are directly selling. 
in these weeks in between, think about creating content that is designed to grow your audience and nurture your audience. Think about value added marketing. I'll talk a little bit more about this later. One more thing before we move on to the next step, and that is I just want to remind you that the first thing we did in this planning exercise was to put in your personal non-negotiable dates. Make sure when you're creating your marketing plan that it's something you can feasibly, realistically get done in advance so that you're not forced to cut into that personal time just fulfilling the marketing plan. Remember with marketing that it's never perfect, so you can always do more, but don't let that stop you from creating a plan and doing what you reasonably can do because it will make a difference. Step five is to schedule the creation of all of this content in your calendar. And I don't mean schedule it into a scheduling tool. I mean to actually make time in your calendar to create this content. Making a plan is one thing, but actually following through on it is the hard part. That's why it's important to build yourself a lot of time to create this content. I suggest that you actually physically put it in your calendar when you're going to create this content. Maybe you can block off the better part of a week to put your head down and blow through as much of it as you can. Or maybe you have an hour or two chunk most days that you can allocate. Whatever works for you, put it into your calendar. If you look at your plan and then you look at your calendar and it doesn't look like it's going to be possible to get everything created, you have two options. One, you can scale back your plan, send emails less frequently, post less frequently, and stick to the critical dates and messages. Or two, you can enlist help, a team member, or a social media manager, or an assistant. My approach is usually to work through this piece by piece. For example, I'll record all of my podcasts in a short time frame, get them edited and then scheduled. Then I'll move on to writing my marketing emails. Then I'll move on to social media graphics and so on. You could also think about working through your content a week at a time. So for example, you might spend a day creating all of the content that's going out the week of November 1st. Then a few days later, you might spend a day creating all of your content for the week of November 8th. Whatever approach works best for you, do it. But the important thing is to get this creation time scheduled into your calendar. Step six is to schedule your content in advance. Once you've created the content, it's important to schedule it out using a tool that is designed to help you auto post. So once we've designed our marketing emails, we want to put them into our email marketing tool, get them designed, test and edit them. And then when they're all set to go, schedule them to be automatically sent out at the right time. Same thing with our social media. We want to create as much of it now as we possibly can, put in the caption, the hashtags, and then use a tool like Facebook Creator Studio later or planally to get them automatically posted on the right dates. Some things are a bit harder to schedule, and instead you'll want to add those things to your calendar or your project management system so that you get reminded when those need to happen. For example, changing the details or dates on the announcement bar on your website to my knowledge, is not something very easy to automate. So that's something you would have to manually go in and do at the right time. Another example of something that you would want to do on the fly is behind the scenes Instagram stories is something that is generally harder to schedule. So a couple of final thoughts on this process before we wrap up. Something I've realized since starting this podcast is that I could probably host an entire other podcast about the topic of perfectionism because it's something I continue to face and contend with pretty much every day. So if you're also prone to perfectionism, let me hopefully preempt yours a little bit. Let me say this, your plan will go off the rails. You'll plan a lot of things and it's probably not all going to come out like you hope it will. 
You might not have time to create content for a few weeks. And then by the time you sit down, you feel like you're way too late to start. And what's the point? You might make mistakes somewhere. You might bump into some unexpected situation that throws a wrench in your plans. But I want to encourage you that whatever effort you can put into your holiday marketing will pay off. During November and December, people are receiving a lot of messages from brands. And so every time you can pop up in an email or on social media is an important opportunity to remind your audience that you're there and a good option to consider for their holiday shopping. Let's also quickly talk about your marketing philosophy. The underlying principle behind value-added marketing is that the best business practice is treating our customers well, viewing them as people and not just dollar signs. We've talked quite a bit in this episode about when to send out your marketing messages, but when you actually sit down to think about what to say, I want you to really do your best to put yourself in your ideal customer's shoes right now, this time of year. What are they experiencing? Are they stressed, overwhelmed, lonely, cash strapped? The better you know your ideal customer, the better you're going to know the answers to these questions. And when you think about what they're specifically experiencing this time of year, you can think about what value you can add to their lives to make things better in some way. What can you teach them? How can you make them feel less alone? How can you entertain them? How can you inspire them? What resource can you provide for them? How can you make something easier for them? These are just a few of the questions that might help your reels get turning when it comes to thinking about what to say during all of this marketing that we're going to be sending out. You want to make sure that the content you're creating is also relevant to your product, of course. But the main point of most of these messages will be to serve your customer in some way. Of course, we do need to occasionally say directly, hi, do you want to buy my product? This is important. It should be very, very obvious what you sell and who it's for when someone comes across your brand. But I like to aim for the main focus of our marketing being to add value 80 to 90% of the time and then directly ask for the sale about 10 to 20% of the time. If you're interested in hearing more about the topic of value added marketing, check out episode 69 of Making Good, which is all about this. And I will link it into the show notes. So that is what I'm doing to plan for my end of year. I hope this little peek behind the curtains of my process is helpful and that you got some ideas for your own business. Let's connect on Instagram. Take a screenshot while you're listening to this episode and tag me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. I would love to connect with you and cheer you on. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so love for you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find all of the notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 85. If you're interested in learning more about my small businesses, Good Sheila and Station 7, the links will be in the show notes. Finally, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N to make sure you get all the details on the pro version of this podcast coming soon, making good happen. If you want a sneak peek on the details, just DM me the word pro and I will send you some of the inside scoop. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.